Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I am your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the depression subreddit. Before we get into that, if there is anybody new here, first off, welcome to you. Uh, this is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and uh, try and give some generalized advice, but also try and uh, learn something learn something new. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been having this like weird thing where my like my voice comes in and out. I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> but uh, please remember, I'm not a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Uh, the reason why I'm, I laughed a little bit <laughs> during that uh, that intro um, was because I I had mentioned on uh, Anime Casuals, uh, for people that don't know, I have another podcast that I do. I, I usually do them like right one back to back, so half hour, 20 minutes to half hour on that podcast, 20 minutes to half hour on this podcast. And, uh, you know, I do a lot of Reddit stuff on that podcast as well. And I had mentioned how I just kind of <laughs> just kind of steal content from uh, from Reddit. Uh, that's not true, but it's kind of true. Um, reactionary content is very uh, simple. That's why I'm able to do it six days a week. Right. Because, and, and, you know, if anything, it is like a team effort. Um, because without these people on Reddit, which it, it, it does suck, right, to a certain degree. Because, you know, when I go to the depression subreddit, it's not like I'm reading happy people's uh, comments, right? Like, I'm not reading any of these people's, uh, you know, living their best lives or anything like that. It's usually people down in the dumps. And in a way, I've always, I, I felt a little bit, uh, at least in the last couple of days, felt a little bit guilty about doing these things where, you know... But or where, where I'm where I'm giving advice and learning stuff. But I will say this: I've learned a lot of stuff throughout the, you know, however long I've been doing this. And I, I have to say, I, I'm not, uh, you know, although I do feel bad for the people that that post to these subreddits and, and feel this way. Um, it is ultimately a uh, public forum. I feel like I'm trying to convince myself instead of <laughs> talking to you guys. Uh, it is a public forum. Uh, they post these. It's not private messages, not anything like that. So. Um, that's the only reason why I do this stuff, but uh, but yeah, ultimately I, I think that. Um, and by the way, I, I don't. Uh, I just wanted to clarify something. If any of you guys heard my other podcasts, um, I do crap a little bit on the Forever Alone subreddit just because I find that some of those people in there seem to only encourage people being alone, um, and it seems like it's like this never-ending cycle uh, of of normalizing being alone and i don't i don't think you want to normalize that it doesn't mean you have to ostracize it either either okay there's a fine balance um in there which we were talking about was it men health men's health yesterday uh, sorry I, it's really difficult to keep track of all these but men's mental health yesterday right and I, I talked about how there's like an overreaction to this movement overreaction to this movement right um and uh, you have to be kind of careful with overreacting to the quote-unquote normal people and and we're gonna get into that that term today uh but you have to be careful about quote like othering the normal people quote unquote normal people uh who don't have depression who don't have uh serious mental health defects right um you have to be careful about othering them because it can get you to the point where you end up because i think we all want to belong to a tribe belong to a group in some way once we find a group uh it's easy to demonize what another group is you know and what they're all about and believe me i do this all the time like i i was thinking about it the other day you know how nice it would have been to not have uh to not have some of the like 
to not have depression, to not have like certain things and, and to not be addicted, to be able to go out for drinks and not feel like, you know, you got to drink everything in front of you or lights behind the counter for, but you know, I, I think that that can turn into a sour grape. So you have to be very careful with how far you let yourself fall into that kind of stuff. But anyway, why don't we go on the first post here? It says, wish people would stop telling me to fake it till you make it because that is not advice for mental, mental health. People with good mental health can't relate or understand. So this is what I was talking about before about othering people, uh, othering these people who don't have major mental health problems or, or, you know, this is definitely a, a um, something to think about or somebody who does not think uh, or, or somebody who's not open about that stuff. Right. Because if you're just passing in conversation. Right. And maybe you're not super close to this person. Maybe you don't know whether or not they've been to a hospital or, or been to a psych ward or, you know, maybe seen a therapist or something, maybe been diagnosed. Right. It's not exactly something like, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm somewhat of an exception to this because I am. You know, like like I say this all the time, I'm a mental health podcaster and YouTuber. I can't really keep the I, I you know it'd be a, it'd be a shame if I kept any of this stuff in, right? So when I'm trying to I'm trying to normalize the conversation around mental health. I'm not exactly trying to normalize mental health because just or normalize sorry normalize uh, mental illness. Excuse me. I mean, I, I do want to normalize mental health, meaning like being mentally healthy and stuff. Um, but so the. The thing about this fake it till you make it, I don't think the wording, um, I don't think it inspires a lot of confidence in people. Uh, it almost sounds like go on without any hope. Whereas I find, uh, you know, actually, maybe that's not true. Let, let, let's break this down a little bit. So fake it till you make it, right? There is a little bit of hope in there because you fake it during the bad days and then uh, until you make it, and that's when you're not faking it anymore. I guess there is some truth to that, right? Um you know, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt. I, I there is some, there's a lot of truth to that because I talk a lot about doing things even though you don't want to do them, right? When we talk about like social anxiety, um, even if you don't want to go to, you know, a, a sizable gathering. I'm not saying you have to go to like any, or you know, especially with with the pandemic going on right now. Um, but let's say somebody invites you to a Zoom call or something like that, or somebody does this, or there's a Zoom meeting or something like that. Um, you know, then you should then you know what i've always learned is i should go unless i i have a very good excuse right if i if the, my excuse is just that i'm nervous i still go mainly because i like i'll give you an example right I, yesterday was the bible study and i didn't know whether or not i wanted to go um and i was really nervous about it and you know i'll be real with you i was playing i was playing dying light i was playing a video game <laughs> and i was like you know what I could just play the single player game where I don't have any anxiety except for these zombies biting my biting my hands and stuff. Or I can go to this Bible study and have to talk to people and say my opinion on things. Ugh. Uh, but, uh, you know, once, you know, I, I decided to just go anyway. I was a little, I was like four, four minutes late, but, uh, you know, I ended up going anyway. And, uh, you know, even if you're depressed, right, you still want to be able, to, you still want to get out of bed eventually. Even if you are depressed, you still want to go out, get that uh, that sunlight or, you know, depending on where you are, uh, you still want to have those interactions with people. So there, I guess there is some form of I, I guess there is some idea of this. You have to be careful with the time. And th this is the other thing, right? Um, you have to be careful of the timing when you say things like this, because fake it or fake it till you make it is something that you should probably say when somebody's in a better state of mind. When somebody is 
at least from what this person sounds like, if somebody is in the 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 well, so to speak, so they're at rock bottom, this isn't exactly the best thing to say to them, right? Um, th- this isn't exactly the it doesn't exactly inspire a lot of confidence, even though once we analyzed it, it definitely did. Because I think, I think some people, at least for me in particular, we expect a certain amount of authenticity. So we won't, at least for me, right. Uh, I find that I like to be authentic to who, I, to what I'm feeling like. And so that's why, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll come on here and, and you know, tell you guys how I'm feeling and all that stuff. Um, so for some people, it just doesn't feel right to fake it till you make it. But I think for others, it it can definitely do that, right? Um, and uh, and yeah, like I said before, we can't we can't other these people who don't have major mental illness uh, problems or anything like that. Uh, they have just as much of a right to chime in on this as we do because it's a it's a global problem, right? Um, as much as we want to talk about the uh, the the pandemic that's going on right now, I mean there is a bigger pandemic which is mental the mental illness right more people have, have died uh um at least last i checked uh last i checked was maybe about a month or no maybe it was two months ago so maybe, maybe i'm wrong about this but uh more people were dying of overdoses and and suicide together right if you group those together um than the pandemic or the virus <clears throat> so uh you know why aren't we looking at the at at the the big the the bigger thing that's being affected by the virus as well, right? Because you know when you see people, a loved one is taken away by physical illness, obviously it's going to hurt, right? Like if you have a mother who's taken from from you by cancer or something like that, it's going to affect your mental health, right? Um, and I think that's something that I, I think we should always have our fingers on the pulse of whatever is going on in the mental health uh, world, and I, that's why I enjoy doing these um these podcasts and being on the, these subreddits because i get to see what's going on um for the most part right like listen i i i, I totally want to put this disclaimer out there these people there could be some people out there who may be making some of this up looking for attention who knows right um but i find that a lot of these seem pretty genuine to me um so you know, and even if they aren't uh, genuine, then uh, there's at least somebody like it's it sounds relatable at least. So at least we can uh, we can have the conversation about it um, anyway. Uh, yeah, in terms of uh, fake it till you make it, um, I think there I think a, a better way to look at this would be to say, listen, there are going to be some things in your life that you don't want to do, but you still have to do them. Right. You have to you have to try. You have to go to work. If you don't want to go to work then you have to try and figure out how to make money and it's not always going to be easy right um being truthful with somebody doesn't mean you have to um doesn't always i mean there's always a time and a place for that as well so like i said it's all about timing when you're when you're doing this stuff i I relate a lot of things to fighting and you know you never want to just put your big power shot out there like your big knockout shot uh you you don't want to just do it without any setup right so that's why people do the jab right a very uh, a lighter punch for the most part that will eventually get somebody uh, to accept that jab. And then all of a sudden that's when the big, big power strike is. It's all, it's about timing, right? So anyway, why don't we go to the uh, next post here? Uh, uh, is this, wait, is this the, yeah, okay. It is. Uh, it hurts. Fi- it hurts physically for me to try and fathom that most people are simply 
quote-unquote normal. And here, here we go with the normal thing again. And don't live life this way. That's how far removed I am from normalcy. It literally messes with my head as in my brain hurts itself in confusion. And also, everyone wants to be special. But what they don't realize is how lucky it is to be normal. And here's an edit after uh, reading some of the comments, I'm assuming. Not that I think people without depression don't have their own problems. They do, and I'm in no place place trying to uh, undermine that. It's just that at least they don't have their own mind active, actively working against them. I can't even control my mind, let alone my problems. We fight depression every day, and when this goes on for years, it adds up and cripples our life. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I'm glad that they, they acknowledge that, right? Like normal people it's hard to say it's hard to say what normal is right in in a mental health uh in a mental health sense because there's so much variability in uh in personality types i'll give you an example right i don't want to give too many specifics but i was having this discussion at the bible study thing yesterday right and one of these people they 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 tend to think of everything so literally right they they see something in the bible they 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 want an explanation for why that is, right? Uh, whereas the Bible is very paradoxical. Like there's a lot of paradox in the Bible that is that's thrown around everywhere, right? Um, so, or you get a you get a parable, right? Um, and it's interesting. And I was having a hard time understanding where they were coming from. I was like, man, this, you know, this person just cannot accept it. And I started realizing I was doing this thing where it's like oh she doesn't have my personality type i don't like that like it, 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 it all of my patients kind of went away whereas if somebody would have gone off on some rant about the metaphor and the the universe and all that stuff like i would have been all in because that's my that's my gem right i love poetic language like that but not everybody thinks that way right not everybody uh, thinks like that not everybody can has a, a personality to fit what you or what is good for you, right? So what's good for me is I typically need, um, I typically need a good amount of alone time. Um, I, I'm an introvert by nature, so I, I love to be alone and and kind of chilling out, uh, doing whatever I'm working on, right, like editing and all that stuff. But uh, I do find that, you know, I do also need to be out at certain times. But there are some people, man. I swear to God, they have their, their like, their, um, what do you call it? They have their calendars just filled up with, like, we're going to do brunch, we're going to do lunch, we're going to do dinner, uh, we're going to do, like, uh, what, I don't even know what, what's 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 that what's after lunch, like, and before dinner. Like, we're going to do, like, a snack in between that, and, you know, with friends and all that stuff. It's like, man, how do you fit all this stuff in? I don't even want to, like, see anybody after, after I eat. I'm just like, I'll see you later. It's like, I'm good. Uh, so, at least for me... You know, I started to realize that there's so much variability in people's uh, in the way people process things that, you know, that there's different ways to there's so many different ways to approach uh, your own mental health journey. Now, obviously, there are some very uh, foundational things, such as uh, even if you're an introvert, you definitely want to have those interactions with people. You can't just be uh, you can't just be uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, a hermit. Right. Uh, that doesn't work for humanity. It, it doesn't work for most humans, right? Uh, and it, same thing with extroverts. You need some time for yourself, you know, or else you'll find that you can kind of become, you can start becoming really like way too too influenced by the people around you, right? So there's a lot of different ways for people to to kind of uh, tackle that stuff. But, you know, getting back to the, the text here, I'm sorry, the um, 
the post here, uh, when we talk about, you know, the quote unquote normal people, they, you know, it's a very normal, at least from what I've heard. I mean, I've heard this from all types of people who were, haven't been hospitalized or haven't had a diagnosis, which, you know, maybe they, maybe, you know, they could be argued that maybe they just haven't been diagnosed yet. Right. I'm just, I'm just listing off all the possibilities. Uh, but I've heard from a lot of people that they have these same, these same thoughts. Now, the thing is with major depressive disorder, right? You, that's when you will start to see that you can't control your thoughts. You start to feel, uh, that you can't, you know, they're, they're just constantly, consistently coming, uh, they're consistently, you know, uh, coming back, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, but I think at the same time, um, my mental illness now i i don't think it defines me but i think it is a big part of who i am right like because if i say like the reason why i say it doesn't define me is because it's not like hi i'm lucky i am depression i am anxiety right you know we i had a podcast a long time ago with a girl named d woolridge and she kind of checked me on that which i i definitely uh appreciate um because you know she she kept on asking me why i say like my social anxiety my depression all that stuff uh, which I still do say my social anxiety, my depression, mainly just to differentiate it from different people's stuff, uh, because I think everybody's experience with depression and social anxiety and, and you know, other addictions, right, uh, can be very different. So that's why I just say, like, my own personalized version of it is this way, that kind of stuff. Um, but that's why I say I, it doesn't it, it doesn't define me, but it is a big part of who I am. It's a big part of my journey, Right. It's a big part of uh, my my past. It's a big part of my present. And to be honest with you, I can't I can't see it not being a big part of my future as well. So um, instead of looking at other people and envying them, you might want to think about what what has uh, your mental health journey done for you that maybe you haven't seen in other people. You know, sometimes that I sometimes I tend to find that people who are dealing with mental health issues tend to go search for help uh faster you know not all the time uh, actually let me let me clarify somebody somebody who's been through the mental health institutions uh they tend to be like be really ready like listen um i need therapy or i need rehab i need this right um and that is absolutely wonderful and i really respect that um whereas some people who haven't really been through that yet um might wait until it's too late right until they're they end up having a ma- you know a major depressive episode, and you know there's also things like genetics that take that take a part in this, right? Like I my I'm, addiction kind of runs through my family to a certain degree, especially on my father's side. So, um, you know what <laughs> you know. Uh, listen, as much as I I wish you know, as much as I in the past I've wished that I had a different dad. Um, ultimately, that's who you know. That that's uh, what makes me who I am. You know. And that's always really important. You know, I always ask my mom if she, if she could, or I, when I was little, I asked her this, like, if she could, would she like, you know, if not married my dad and she's like, no, cause I wouldn't have had you. And I think that's really important to think about as you go forward. Cause without all of the, me- all the messed up stuff, but also all the great stuff, uh, it would, there would have been no way to make you like, you know, it's almost like each one of us is like its own big bang right just this random event full of all these random things and just explodes right now granted there has been a, a lot of talk about the big bang not being an accident i'm not gonna get into that can of worms right we're here for mental health not a, a big bang uh, debate 
excuse me. Um, but yeah, listen, uh, don't don't get your head uh, too caught up in a knot because of the way other people are, right? They're living their life as well. So try and live your life uh, the best that you can. Uh, next post. Oh, this actually kind of has to do with uh, what we were talking a little, a little bit about yesterday. Hate being sober. No matter what I always... Oh, no, no that wasn't yesterday. Shoot. I keep getting these stupid... Oh, my God. I'm getting... <laughs> I keep getting my podcasts uh, mixed up and everything. So this is what happens when you do podcasts six times a week, people. Um, so this is hate being sober. No matter what, I always have to be under the influence of something, whether it be weed, nicotine, alcohol. Complete sobriety is so hard for me. I'm scared of where I'll let myself go because of this. I don't want to ruin my life, but reality is pain is uh, is a pain for me. I don't want my life to be like this, but it's hard. It's hard to change. I just hate myself too much. Hmm. And I think that's one of the things. So w- when we're talking about drugs such as alcohol, nicotine, or weed, uh, the reasons why I used it could be very different from other people. But it sounds like you're using it for the same reason that I did, which was I couldn't accept the mediocrity of my life without them. I couldn't accept the fact that I was working this job that I hated. I couldn't accept, by the way, um, I, I told, I told my friend this the other day, the reason, the, the, the reason why I quit weed, uh, granted it took me a couple of years to get out, get rid of alcohol. But the reason why I quit weed was because I, I, you know, I prayed, I said, God, if you give me the strength to quit this job, I will quit weed quit the job the next day and then I quit weed and I've never I the I I will tell you this guys the amount of peace that I felt was was immense it was almost like uh you know if I if I was carrying like a barbell on my back of like like 200 pounds or something like that and that and then all of a sudden you know I walked out of there feeling nice and and feeling great it was just oh it's so amazing the, the the feelings that I felt afterwards, uh, you know, I gave my I gave some of my paraphernalia to my friends who do smoke, and it, it was just so um, it, it felt so good because I never thought I could do it right. Um, but once I and that's the thing, right? Once I was sober, I was like, oh, or well, okay. I once I was once I quit weed, right? I was like, oh, I was smoking because I couldn't stand the fact that I was at this dead end job. And by the way, some people ended up, you know, rising up the company. I don't want to say like retail is complete dead end, but the only certain people get to rise up and make a, a really good living off of it. So I just want to point that out. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I realized once I got, you know, really sober, right? Like when I actually got, uh, I quit alcohol, right? That's when I decided to do the YouTube thing, right? So remember, I quit weed first, then two years later, I quit, or a year and a half or two years later, I quit alcohol. And that's when I became completely sober. And that's when I decided to do the YouTube thing because I started doing anime casuals and I got, I just kept getting too drunk. I didn't want to do, uh, I, I just didn't want to do the whole, uh, what do you call it? I just didn't want to do the whole, uh, uh, YouTube thing. I felt like it was too much because I, I wanted to drink on weekends. I wanted to, I wanted to party. Okay. And so when I became fully sober, I remember saying, you know what? I'm sorry, guys. I want to, I want to do the anime casuals thing. I want to do that. Then couple months later i did the mental health casual thing and then i mean here and here we are so it, it's been uh, it's been a great journey but i think uh i i think at least for for me um once i became sober i realized that i wasn't doing the things that i wanted to do in my life so i used it as an escape to uh because and i i i agreed with it i agree with this person 100 i hated myself so much and 
uh, I didn't want to, I just, I felt like I loved myself when I was drinking and I felt like I loved myself when I was smoking. I, I felt like, or I felt like I could tolerate myself. How about that? I feel like I, I, I just felt like my, my thoughts were under control because I was, I, you know, I was too drunk. All right. Like it was basically sedate. I was basically being sedated. I was just being sedated 24 seven. That was the truth, right? I was 24 seven smoking. Um, granted when I was drinking alcohol, I wasn't 24 seven, but I was itching to get home to, to drink some beer and stuff. So yeah, I, I just, I feel, I, I feel so listen. And by the way, it's not easy being sober, right? Cause when you have those thoughts of, wow, I really, you know, I, I the intrusive thoughts, right? Like I really hate myself and I've had this before, right? I've, I just had it like last week. Uh, you have to, you're the one who has to come to the terms with it and say, Hey, wait a minute. Why am I saying this? Is it because I spend too much time not doing my projects? Is it because I'm procrastinating? Right? They're, they're, you have to figure out the real reason why you hate yourself instead of just you know hating yourself. So, um, yes, I, I understand um, not liking being sober, but at the same time, the alternative I don't think is much better. If you're an addict, right? I'm not trying to say everybody needs to be sober to uh, to do that. So. Um, Let's see. Next post. Let's do the last post here. When you have a depression, sorry, when you have depression, everything feels like a chore. Working out, hobbies, or anything you used to enjoy doing feels like a huge labor. Like you can't believe people pay to do this. You can't believe you're forcing yourself to do this for health. The idea of hobbies and other activities sounds insane when you're struggling to survive. So I think this comes really good full circle with the fake it till you make it idea. Um, so imagine, you know, when you were a kid, right? there were chores that had to be done. You still had to do them, but you didn't want to do them. And so this is where the idea, that idea comes in. Um, and, and it helps to have that background in, in place, right? So if you, uh, if you're used to doing things that you don't want to do you, and you have these things that you need to do, right. For your mental health, whether it be, uh, exercising, whatever that exercise may be, maybe going to the gym, maybe walking around the neighborhood, maybe walking on a treadmill, whatever it is right um but uh but yeah i i completely understand what this person's talking about um you know doing these podcasts and doing youtube and all that stuff is, is a complete chore like now it's really really tough sometimes to to keep it going but i still know i i have to do it and now it's become basically like a therapeutic place for me to just throw out all these thoughts and uh and 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 emotions and it feels, if listen, it feels good when I when I press that upload uh, button, and I'm like, "Yep, here's the I'm gonna upload this." And once I once it's uploaded, it's almost like all those thoughts that, and those emotions that were connected to that video are out there. They're out of my mind, and they're into the world. You guys can do whatever you want with them. So, um, so yeah, at least for at least for me, I uh, I absolutely uh, I absolutely understand the idea behind the everything feeling like a chore but at the same time at the same time chores are are chores because they need to be done as well and they're not you know chores that need to be done around the house chores that need to be done for your mental health right there's they're they're just things that need to be done actually speaking of chores i need to clean my room um, but you know uh, and listen that that sounds like that's a chore but have you ever noticed when you actually do a chore like it's actually not it doesn't take as long as you think it does sometimes it does sometimes it does don't don't get me wrong right if you're a hoarder and there's a bunch of stuff hey, it takes a while but you know like i'm looking at a bunch of diet dr pepper cans and i'm like man i gotta I gotta do something about this all it takes is like getting a freaking bag in here throwing all the Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper cans in there and just throwing them out in the recycle bin, right? Um, 
because I, 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 well, I haven't done it recently, but I drink like three can, three or four cans of Diet Dr. Pepper a day. So yeah, it starts to add up after a while. But you know, I, the thing is, uh, chores are chores because you need to do them, and they're 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 a maintenance thing, right? Chore that's typically how chores are defined as. Uh, they're they're defined as like something that is uh, a maintenance. Uh, let me see what, if I can find the definition of chore. Chore, a routine task, especially a household one. So, not exactly what I was going for, but either way, it, it's typically something that that is ma- that is uh, necessary and for maintenance. And uh, even if those, uh, even if those um, tasks seem like they're monumental, and but they still need to be done, right? Um, so that's why I like to think about it instead of daily tasks. I like to think about weekly tasks. That way, it do, you don't feel uh, you don't feel completely sh- in shambles by the end of the week. So you know, if you need to go to the gym, right? Don't think about doing it every day. Think about maybe three to four times a week, right? That's about somewhere in the magic magic number range. So you know, hey, I'm gonna go to, to go to the gym. I got to go three to four times a week. Oh, I can't go today. You don't beat yourself up because you—that's your rest day. Guess what? That's your rest day now, right? I had—I did that on um, on Tuesday instead of Thursday. So Thursday I'm going to the gym, but uh, Tuesday I didn't. Whereas it's usually the opposite round, way around. So it gives me some leeway to kind of work with. So anyway, guys, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Uh, also, I will have a link to the depression subreddit if you guys would like to help anybody out there or become a part of it. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.